Welcome to The Daily Dump, the podcast that's so informative, it'll make your brain overflow. With your host, Jasmine Sherman, the future president of the United States, here to share their invaluable wisdom and grit. Now, you might be wondering, why is a presidential candidate hosting a podcast? Well, because they're just that amazing. Who needs diplomacy when you can have The Daily Dump? It's like diplomacy, but with more humor and fewer international incidents. And before we dive into today's topics, a quick reminder, we tackle adult themes and use adult language. So if you're easily offended, go listen to some other boring sanitized podcasts. This is the real world, folks. Speaking of the real world, this November, we acknowledge some pretty heavy stuff. We're talking ethnic cleansings funded by American tax dollars. Yes, you heard me right. It's almost as shocking as finding out your favorite cereal isn't made with real marshmallows. But don't worry, we'll keep it light and entertaining while discussing these serious issues. In the meantime, let's all remember that one day soon, we'll free Palestine, the Congo, and the Sudan. And in the spirit of unity, let's hope they won't decide to run for president after listening to this show. So sit back, relax, and get ready to have your brain cells exercised or at least mildly amused, as we dive headfirst into the absurdities of life. It's the daily dump with yours truly, Jasmine Sherman, because sometimes you just need a daily dose of sarcasm to survive. Don't forget to tune in every Monday through Friday at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Mountain, and 7 p.m. Pacific. But hey, if you miss an episode, don't worry. We'll still be here shaking our heads at the world and making you laugh at the chaos. And it's been a minute since we've been here, but we are back and still up to the same, if not more, diabolical shenanigans on our quest to get to the White House. A lot has happened. A lot of things we people probably have noticed. We took a hiatus for the month of October because, uh, you know, campaigns are a continuous thing. And we've been working on this for two years. Um, so we took a vacation and things got we chose the wrong month to go on vacation. We chose, we chose, okay, so for anybody that doesn't know, my name is Jasmine Sherman and I am running for president. And I'll be the first to tell you when I make a mistake, I got no problem saying it. We chose the wrong month to go on vacation. <laughs> Everything in the whole world happened, but let's go ahead and get introductions out of the way so we can start talking about what everybody did, where we went, what we saw, what the flip is happening. You know, the fun stuff. Uh, take it away. Happy Tyler. Hi, I'm Happy Tyler. And I am anti-genocide. Just going to put that out there. Hi, my name is Kodiak, and I am also anti-genocide. Um, and I'm the resident tree hugger. Hi, I am Leah. Uh, if you're joining us, I I did advertise for the dump, but I thought I would be live on TikTok. So if you're joining us and you spoke with me today, that was me. I'm here. <laughs> so just to be clear, right, if you have a second device, you can still be a part of the TikTok live. It, it is on for people that are interested 
the user handle for TikTok live streaming of this podcast is at the daily dump 2024. So that if you're someone that needs the TikTok, like you more vibe on the TikTok audience, please go ahead. Um, as Leah is signing into that, that means Leah will be the person that reads your comments <laughs> and feedback. <laughs> I, yes, I'm on there under the Vote New Not Blue uh, account. So oh. if you want to talk to us, that's that's the account. Awesome. Okay, so real quick for anybody that doesn't know, um, we are very much still a very real political campaign. We are still pursuing our work towards getting to the White House. The thing that we have not been telling you is how difficult established political parties make it because they support the status quo. So what we're going to be doing a little bit more is being a little bit more authentic about politics and how they work. I want to tell you right now, for anybody who says that a third party can't win, they are operating under the false assumption that third parties have ever set out to win. As we have contacted every single political party, the right, the left, the far right, the far left, we have contacted every political party, even those without ballot access. And what we've discovered is they have never fucking tried to do anything and if you go and you say i'm running to try to win that is one of their explicit grievances and don't worry for anybody that's like you gotta prove that we got the tapes <laughs> we've got the tapes uh and and so as we get into this because i think it is important that we start evaluating the groups claiming to be political only to be a dead spot for other groups. And, and I want to be clear. So far, a lot of these political parties have been very unmelanated. They have been more interested in complaining about Democrats or complaining about Republicans than actually doing the work to fix the shit. So tune in for the drama because as things happen, we are not going to be silent anymore. We will start providing you with clips and fun tricks and tips because, again, October was the wrong month to take a goddamn vacation. Um, for anybody that doesn't know, the United States of America is currently funding, funding, not funding, funding three genocides in the Congo, the Sudan, and Palestine. For a lot of people, October 7th was the first time they'd even heard of Palestine, Palestinians, or the occupation of their lands by um, Israel. So I didn't say it like everybody else, but I am also anti-ethnic cleansing. I am also anti-genocide. But like everybody else here, we're not just saying these words, we're actually trying to make this happen and occur. So, Takata, what'd you do during your vacation? Give it to us. Tell us how you how you spent your month of October. Well, <laughs> well, I'll I'll start backwards. <laughs> I had I had some fun at the beach. The ocean was great as always. Um, I went through a lot. Um, because I'm like I did not turn away. From what was happening in Palestine 
And so I um, was watching on Telegram, which has more of the explicit um, videos and the more graphic videos. Um, so I, I'm, I've like had like several many existential crises about the state of the world I'm actually living in and I'm still trying to to like understand what what dimension I've I've fallen into because I I'm not sure what this is um but um and I campaigned earlier in the month and I can concur none of the parties like even the third parties who you think are just like so okay yeah woohoo beat the system they are actually just smaller cogs in the wheel and i'm just like yeah a lot of um many existential crises like what the hell is going on in this like how did i get here like i need to talk to the manager like somebody i'm not in the right dimension like this can't be so i'm going through that right now that's understandable i have to limit how much i take in about news because i find that i'm the kind of person who ruminates and this is I'm just gonna take this opportunity to say, and this isn't directed at you or it's it's for everyone. Protect your peace, maintain your mental health as much as you can, and yes, continue working in activism because it is important. Um, but you can't continue doing it in the long run, and it's we're gonna need a long run. Um if you don't take care of your mental health. So go ahead. I just got to push back on that a little bit. Mm -hmm. I can't protect my peace with so much war and so much bloodshed going on in the world. Because just the fact that I know, even if I'm not watching it, mm -hmm. I'm affected. Because I... I'm, I'm, I'm like, there's like, there's no, like, I, there's, I will be at peace when this is the, when we, get some rev resolution to this mm -hmm. so i mean i understand what you're saying by protect your peace however um no do you do you want to talk more about that then like because i i understand the stance that they don't get to choose right they don't get to choose to protect their peace and so it is very privileged to say i'm not going to pay close attention to it um but there is, I find that there is only so much that we can do. And so we do everything that we can do and we can't torture ourselves mentally. I'm, I'm like, I'm genuinely worried because by seeing it, not just knowing about it, but by watching it, you said that there were explicit videos. How, how does that help you? advocate for them like i would genuinely like to know if it does leah's got their hand up go ahead leah um i mean it does to an extent right like there there are moments that i i can't but for the most part i look because they deserve to 
to be honored in that way. And if that's like one of the small things that I can do, uh, I'm gonna do it. And also, like like uh, Happy Tyler was saying, I it's in my head. There is no real like break from it. Um, but I think it really drives home. I, I think we have a responsibility to watch. And and I'm not saying watch 24-7 at all. Right. Um, what I'm saying is that's what they're asking. This yeah. whole thing, I believe they th this was their like last hoorah to try to get the world to see. And so I'm I'm gonna see it. Now I have means to um regulate myself and to to heal my emotion you know heal my mental state i do have means to do that but it does not include looking away i have not looked away from it from day one and i will not so that's just me personally mm -hmm. if, i'm not if i don't I could, go ahead if i could offer a different a different perspective we are not all the same person. We do not all show up and protest in the same way. Now, as a Black person, I want to see. I saw what they did to Emmett Till. I saw what they did to Malcolm X. I saw what they did to Martin Luther King. And I'm going to see what they do to these kids in Palestine. I'm going to remember because there's going to be a time in this history where someone goes, but slaves learn skills that they benefited from. I am going to make sure that I watch and I have ingrained in my brain some of the images of the children that did not make it. I will never forget the images of the man carrying his kids in bags because he couldn't assemble them, right? I will not forget how watching people in real time dig babies, women and men and elderly out of rubble. And a thing that pisses me the fuck off and I didn't realize it until I met a lot of you is how nobody's talking about the disabled people. And I admit that I am someone that has mobility issues of my own. So maybe that's why I'm like, why the fuck? But how many wheelchairs you see getting around in Gaza? Congo, Sudan. And I want to be clear, disabilities are invisible. Not everybody owes you a wheelchair. But what's happening to them? What does a person who can't hear do in a shootout? What does a person who can't see do to escape a building? So we are not the same. We're not all built the same. As a Black person, brutality has been something that we have witnessed, experienced, internalized, and use it to continue to push forward. I can't tell you to watch. I can't. But I can tell you, damn it, I'm going to watch. And I'm not judging nobody because we don't all have the same build. We are not all built the same. Kodiak, you like trees on purpose, but my black ass is not going in no woods. And so 
if there was a protest in the woods, it wouldn't be me there. It would be you. And so I understand if some of you say, I cannot watch what is happening in Palestine because there was somebody that was like, I will hurt myself out of guilt. When nobody trying to get you to do that, that's not going to help them. But those of us who can stomach it and be pissed the fuck off for the martyrs that are gone, over 7,000 of them, those of us who could watch will remember. Those of us who are watching, because I think that's the critical thing. People who are watching know that the Palestinians, the people in the Congo and the people in the Sudan are the victims. But the people who are just scrolling by, well, they're not even human. Go ahead, Takata, my bad. And the number's like pushing 11,000 now. 11,000. And then Genocide Joe said he doesn't believe the numbers. So, um, so Palestine, because everybody's blaming Hamas, you're not going to get any Hamas condemnation from me. You didn't condemn Israel when they took their land. You did not condemn Israel, all those other deaths, because the 11,000 is only from October 7th. Not the entirety, not the full 75 years. Yeah, anybody who tells you that that's when it started is disingenuous at best. And, you know, when we talk about why, for, this is what I've gathered, why Hamas took hostages was because Israel had 5,000 kids and men and women that they had arrested and they wanted them back because they knew they were being treated badly. They arrest kids. There is a video. I'm sorry. I just want to say there's a video on one of my backup accounts. It's either Jasmine Sherman Zero or Madam President. You can literally watch a child being arrested. At AK 47, big old gun. It might not be an AK. It's a big one, though. It's not a hand weapon. Go ahead, Tagata. I would just like to say, like this all brought it home for me when I found out that they had done like on um the anniversary of the Nakba, they were doing a march, peaceful march, and over 100 of them were shot and killed. So that's why I'm just like, okay, so they, like, it's so familiar to me. Because it's like, whatever we do is not right. If we march, if we kneel, if we pray, if we don't pray, if we sing, if we dance, if we shout, if we riot, it doesn't matter. It's not right. So just knowing that they marched and over a hundred of them, like, that didn't happen at Selma, but just thinking of Martin Luther King and and John Lewis and everybody trying to get over that um the Edmund Pettus Bridge. Uh, some people died on Selma. A lot of people yeah. got their ass beat. But I want that's I what just, I'm saying. I want to make sure people know that people did perish, and for the people that did not perish, an ass whooping was delivered, unjustified. I just want, you know what I'm saying? Because the way you were saying it, it didn't sound okay. like people also died. Go ahead, my bad. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I could, like, that was the, it, 
when I heard that, that's what came to my head was, you know, our people just trying to cross a bridge and, and that violence with the, the, the batons and the, and the dogs and, and everything. So I, I can't look away. Like it's all, con- and this is all connected because it's and in essence being perpetrated by basically the same people. So it, it just drives something home for me. I mean, it, it really like, having you know i'm always having to learn a lot in short periods of time um my concept that's not what i want to say i i I lost it it it, this is this is a hard to to talk about but but i guess what i was going to say was you know i think about you know, my history as a Jewish person, I have that ingrained in me never again, meaning never to anyone, right? Like stand up, stand up against oppression everywhere. So that's the catch though, Leah. You're Jewish, I'm Jewish, and the people in Israel are not all Jewish. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Israel does not represent all Jews. And 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 the concept that they try to act like it's a fringe. I mean, there's not that many of us, but, uh, you know, they act like it's a fringe group that's not Zionist. And that's not true. It is a much larger percentage than I mean, I had some ladies say 95 percent of Jewish people are Zionists that no, there are more Christian Zionists in this country than than Jewish ones. Um, I. I have to be very clear about that because what's happening in Israel right now makes us unsafe, makes their own people unsafe because of what Israeli government is doing and the the propaganda that they spread that that this is some sort of anti-Semitic holy war, which it is absolutely not. It's about greed and capitalism. It's all... That's what I was going to say originally. It's all connected. The fight that we're having here is the fight that's going to help with the fight there. And you just, know, just so we can make sure we educate you guys, because this is the thing that was driving me crazy by being off the air for the month of October. America has a lot of individuals that think they so smart, they be best. And don't know what the fuck they talking about because we have a sixth grade reading level in the United States of America. So a lot of people are hearing us say Jewish. We know that that is the religion. They follow the Torah. They don't fuck with Jesus. Uh, this is the Jasmine skewed version. Okay. Then you've got Christianity. Jesus rose from the grave three days later, something about a rock, rolled it back, ascended. Now, Homeboy is supposed to come back, this Jesus person. And that is where you get this word that we've been using a lot, Zionist, Zionism. Christian Zionism is an ideology that in a Christian context espouses the return of the Jewish people to the Holy Land. Likewise, it holds with the founding state of Israel in 1948, which was in accordance with the Bible prophecy that reestablishment of Jewish sovereignty in the Levant. So gathering Israel, the gathering of Israel, being in that place in the Middle East, 
is a prerequisite for the second coming of Jesus Christ. People have to die so Christians can have Jesus come back and kill everybody. Like, I just want to be clear. He's not just taking the Christians. He's coming back to kill the Jewish people, the Muslim people. Like, y'all don't understand. Yeah. The revelations. It's like, I think, is it one third or two thirds of the whole world, the entire world's population supposed to be wiped out in revelations? Through sickness, through through disease and death and starvation and war and and flooding. Sorry. Yeah. Yep. The thing. That's what everybody's waiting for. In Christian land. If they genuinely believe it, why are they trying to push it along themselves? Listen, don't ask me how religion works, damn it. I, I'm doing the best I can to say Jesus, the Torah. Like, I'm, I'm, I have, through all of the things in my life, I'm an atheist, but I have become an anti-theist, personally. Because mm. they think they're going to be zapped up into heaven when this all happens on all the other sinners. Which is the confusing shit, because in the book of the Bible, Bible Jesus doesn't it say turn the other cheek right so you wishing the destruction and the demise of your great like this this is where i don't understand the bible let me get off this religion thing the the whole point is the problem with palestine is occupation people broke in and they will not leave and they will not give the shit back that is what we talk about the religious part is the diversion that they use to keep us from talking about the real issues but what we're not going to do is not talk about real issues. We do have to talk about, because like I said, we took a month off. And because this is such a big thing, and some of us are not just going on with our daily lives as if things didn't happen. But I do feel like a lot of the news has gotten cut off. So like, I want to give us an update on the strikes. Because that was really big before and you guys need to understand thousands of workers are on strike today uh so just to give you a quick update for anybody that didn't know what strikes were happening where when and why uaw still on strike they've added more auto locations um and so i love that for them we have uh let's see the 75,000 Kaiser Permanente workers, so this is the healthcare sector, they've walked off the job. Um, so these are people in x-ray, surgical, pharmacy, emergency. They have walked off the job. The uh, they were they asked for $25 minimum wage and an increase, and they're understaffed. They need more. They're making profits that are record. But it's not trickling down to the people that are in need of the funds no. at all. Yeah, that's People not happening. Not sharing. No, they're not profit sharing. Like I said, we've got UAW. That that strike is going on three three weeks now. Longer. That's gotta be longer than three weeks. I feel like it's longer than that. We twenty five thousand on the picket lines. We have um, the Hollywood actors they're still striking so the writers got a deal actors need a deal they're still striking 
Southern California hotel workers, they're doing rolling strikes in, in California. Keep it up. Um, we have the striking happening with the hospitality workers in Las Vegas. We have the strikes happening with CVS, Walgreens. We have the strikes happening with Waffle House. Like, are y'all getting this? We have the strike coming up on November 16th with Starbucks. This is something that people are not talking about, and we need to let you know. I understand that things are hard. I understand that you're sad, and I understand that this place is a shithole. However, I, you, me, everyone here, well, this is a metaphor, so let me be clear. It's a metaphor. So maybe not everyone here, but everyone here can walk and chew gum at the same time. It's a metaphor. However you move from point A to point B, you know what the fuck I'm trying to say. It's a metaphor, okay? It's a metaphor. The things we also need to talk about, there are boycotts. Um, because this is just places we're boycotting because we don't support genocide. Okay? So I'm going to give you that rundown. Uh, and it's a long list. And I don't want to hear any shit about boycotting fatigue. People are dying. Right? And what we what we have to because I was in a I was in a situation yesterday where someone was like, I want a Mountain Dew. And I was like, you can't have a Mountain Dew. We can't have none of that shit but sweet tea, right? Like we have to get over some of our creature comforts so that we can make real impact. Because for every person that's like, we need to go to war, revolution, bitch, you can't go without a Starbucks drink or a McDonald's fries. Um, so Leah, your hand was up. Go ahead before I go get this list. I was just going to say it's probably like the top three on that list, but I know that a lot of people were asking at the very least to focus on the top three, which was, well, you're going to read it, but Starbucks, McDonald's, and Disney Plus. Oh, we got a little bit more. Yeah, I mean, listen, people, we all broke anyway, right? So just put your money in your pocket, share some shit with your neighbors. <clears throat> we have two boycotts. Elbit Systems, Amazon, Google, Puma, Avaya, Barclays, Volvo, Chevron, Carefor, Cat, Expedia, HP, Airbnb, CAF, SodaStream, Booking.com, uh, AXA, BDS, which is Domino's, McDonald's, Pizza Hut, Papa John's, Burger King, and Wix. I got to figure out what the fuck I'm going to do because we got some stuff we got going with Wix. We got to go to a different server. Like, this is really being taken seriously. Now, Leah hit you with the big three. Papa John, I'm sorry, Pizza Hut, McDonald's, Burger King are the big three. But y'all know damn well, you don't need no Domino's. You don't need no Papa John's. You don't need no Pizza Hut. You don't need shit. You got food at the house. And if you're somebody who grew up black, you know what we got food at the house mean. Even if there ain't shit in that fridge, you ain't getting no shit out in the street because we got food at home. Better whip something up. Oh, God. Listen, over the October's been a month. I have made, I was in the presence of Beef Wellington being made twice. I made a purple sweet potato pie. I now know how to make raw pancakes. That's new. You know, that's a skill to make a pancake and it still be raw in the middle when you give it to people. I just want you to know, this is what you get from me. Um, we burned bacon. We we lit some things on fire. Things happened. But October 
was a fucking crazy month. And I want to be clear, Genocide Joe is losing favor with people. But there are the people who are okay with being terrible. So those are just some of the basic general welfare stories, the stories that you have missed since we've been off the air. You know Cop City is still an ongoing thing. We still need to protest. If you are someone that is like, how do I help? Georgia's not playing. Go ahead and contact them. Be like, I want to volunteer to work uh, helping people who have been applied with those RICO charges. Contact us. We'll put you in touch with the people you need to talk to if you want to talk to some people. Now we need to talk. Oh, gosh. Okay, so... We need to talk about the grandmother that was ended, fatally shot in her car by an officer. It's not the it's not the only time that this A cab, I'm sorry, F12, it's not the only time that this individual has fatally ended someone's life. Teresa Gomez was sitting in her car in La Cruces, New Mexico, and they accused her of trespassing. And then they they ended the 45-year-old's life. What do y'all think? Go ahead, Takata. Because like, this is the shit that pisses me off, so I'll stop talking to let y'all go. I... I'm a grandmother, and she, the... A woman that that passed away is close to age, so I can relate in that respect. Um, a cab all day, like I I'm just so like this is this like this is the diabolical part of like it's like psychological warfare because like these these powerful systems right with the cops and and the judges and everything like when you feel like you're just one person and you see these things happening over and over and over again and it really is to wear down number one your humanity but two wear down your resistance wear down your your sense of this is not right this should not be happening so it's 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 hard to not be desensitized to it and um i i will never be i will never be nobody's talking about her nobody's talking about the the woman who is muslim who's a doctor um she was murdered over the weekend as well uh, but what are your opinions, Kodiak? Are I need a I mean a second to come up with a response. I'm sorry. You're good. Go ahead, Leah. I mean, it just uh, everything that I've learned in the last, you know, my whole life in the last few years has led up to recognizing that these things are all connected we have to we have to end the two-party bullshit we have to we just have to i i don't know what it's gonna take for people to all stop the petty crap 
and realize that it's not going to work. Like what more, what more history do we have to have? What more, you know, information do we have to have? If you have the spark and you realize it's not right, stand up and, and, and change it. We can change it. It's so frustrating. I've been arguing, you know, over the last two weeks, I thought, geez, this is going on, you know, uh, and the stuff here is still going on. Like, when are we going to figure it out? I thought maybe people would figure it out, but sorry. I just, the enemy is the same. It's all the same. We need to create something different to save all of us, to save all of our humanity. Right. This systematically, systematically, this is an issue. And I'm, it's, it's more than police brutality as well. Like it ties into the war. It ties into, it ties into the fact that we give the ability to some beings, some humans, to subjugate other humans. And most of the time it's in the name of money. It's a systematic issue. And so I think that if we can systematically hurt each other, then we can find a way to systematically stop hurting each other and to care for each other. I think that's a very accurate thing. And I've got to take us to a commercial. Oh, can I just say something? Oh, okay. Yeah, go ahead. I just wanted to say that Cop City is directly related to this issue, too. they're, they're all training in the same place. The, the the police brutality here is directly related to what's happening uh, in Gaza, and they are literally working together. Like, it's not like, oh, we're kind of supporting them. We're kind of, no, it's connected. They're literally physically working together. I just wanted to make that clear. Nah, that's, that's clear and accurate. They, the, the police here go and train in Israel. In Israel, they test weapons, chemicals on the citizens of Gaza. White phosphorus isn't falling from the sky for no reason. Um, That's really happening. All thanks to our tax dollars. And our recent request for people who didn't know because we were off the air for a month, $100 billion. But I think we only sent, what, $14 billion? I'm going to get those numbers for you. $100 billion was the request. Uh but I think we only settled on 14 for now. So we're going to go to commercial break. We'll get you those firm numbers and we'll see you back here in two minutes of fun. Hey there, fellow earthlings. It's time to talk about the campaign of the century, the Jasmine Sherman for President 2024 campaign. Oh, yeah, it's a real game changer. Now, if you're tired of boring old politics and are just looking for a good laugh, this campaign's got you covered. We've got T-shirts and sweatshirts for our supporters and our detractors. 
After all, who doesn't want to sport a Jasmine Sherman for President's shirt? That's so comfy, it'll make even your opposition reconsider their choices. But wait, there's more. We've got a whole line of merch dedicated to the sensible Americans out there who believe in the liberation of Palestine, Sudan, and the Congo. Because, you know, nothing screams foreign policy like sipping your morning coffee from a free Palestine mug, right? And what better way to show off your international awareness than by wearing a Jasmine for President hoodie? It's so warm, you might even convince your friends that it's sensible to have them in charge. But hey, we're all about choices here. You want to support the campaign with a vote Jasmine tote bag? Or maybe you're more of a reconsidered Jasmine face mask person. We've got you covered, my friends. So join the movement that's making politics fun again. Get your Jasmine Sherman, they, them, for President 2024 campaign merch today. Because who says political campaigns can't be both sarcastically funny and thought-provoking? Go to our website and let's liberate those wardrobes one T-shirt at a time. One day, I'm going to get so good at these transitions, y'all not even going to know what to do with yourself. You're going to be like, whoa, where did this bitch come from? I'm telling you, every day I get new crayons. You should have seen what I learned today. I learned how to put, look, I learned, I got I got layers. There's layers to me, and I learned how to work on some layers in art. Um, So I do not do the best job of giving trigger warnings as stories escalate or get depressing. Um, and so I want you guys to protect your peace as Kodiak suggested. We do give people trigger warnings for a reason. Take them if you need them. But I want you to have some fun first. So take some time and let's think about Pablo Escobar's cocaine hippos. Say what now? Okay, so, <laughs> um, Colombia, the Colombian government said that 169 animals have rapidly reproduced from the original population of one of the male and three female hippopotamuses that the drug kingpin owned as part of his private collection of exotic creatures. Pablo Escobar died in 1993. But now they got these strong ass cocaine hippos. What are your thoughts to go? You're on mute. So so they gotta kill them, like they gotta cull them. I mean so, I mean, like so four males were castrated back in between 2011, 2019. Um, uh, but the hippos was like, nah, we still we still here to fuck. And and they've been doing that. They've been <laughs> they've been doing that. They've been reproducing well, huh? 
And I mean, and don't get wrong, they plan, they trying, Columbia's trying to like really reach across the aisle. Like they're trying to ship these hippos to anywhere. Oh, okay. That's what I was going to say because like, can't they, um, I'm pretty sure I saw hippos in Africa. And I'm just wondering if like they're the same species. Like, can they get along? Can they fit there? Like, I would hate to see them killed. So, I, so here's the here's the thing. Here's the thing we gotta talk about, right? Now, Twitch is saying hippos eat people, and I haven't hippos. I thought were largely. So when when we say they eat people, they're right? aggressive. They're no, no, dangerous. Dangerous. Very dangerous. time out, time out, time out. They're not digesting these humans. They are biting, mangling, ending lives, but they are not consuming the flesh like i just wanted to make that distinction a hippo can crush a pumpkin a watermelon in his jaw a people in his jaw yeah but it is yeah in his jaw but it is a vegetarian i just don't want because there's animal people out there that are gonna be like you're spreading misinformation about the hippos and so (laughs) i'm not saying a hippo won't f you up what i'm saying is it's not gonna digest you like a pig now a pig a pig is going to eat you, eat you. Yeah. Everything but the teeth. So hippos are just defending their territory, essentially. Yeah. I think it's it's, it's so less about territory. They just big. They like, they they just they, like big ass dogs. Like so. Pop, the thing is, like sharks are literally safer than hippos. Um, yeah. That being said, sharks are not as territorial. They tend to be more free-roaming. Again, not an animal biologist, so I can't say for sure. As far as I'm aware, sharks, the reason they bite people is because they explore things with their mouths and their noses because they are like their vision is not that great. So it's about the sense of smell. And like they they don't mean to bite people to chew them up. Hippos are similar to dolphins in that they get bored. And they they'll fuck somebody up just because. <laughs> Don't if play with hippos. Mm-mm. If you aren't at the hippo's house, you won't have no beef with the hippo. For anybody that's like, well, I want a hippo. It's ten thousand dollars per hippo to sterilize it. Wow. And uh, a lot of hippos. But I also wanted to say about the sharks part. Sharks are only thought of to be as dangerous as they are because our grandparents and our parents watched a fucking movie a long time ago and they do not have the ability to distinguish between reality and fiction. I saw the face, Kodiak, but really, Jaws is what made... Jaws! <laughs> no, you're right. You're right, though. I Honestly, I, I'm always trying to tell people, like, sharks are not dangerous. You are more likely to die from using a toilet. Then you are now. now let's, let's, let's be real though. Whales, orcas, they uh, they're not. So they're like also larger hippos, right? They're also just protecting their space. So what this tells me, and this is me who is being honest about my way of protesting. My black ass don't belong in nobody's ocean. My black ass don't belong in nobody's woods. My black ass don't belong in nobody's nature. I'm concrete jungle is my thing. Maybe a little suburban swang. But nah, I'm good with cement. Go ahead, Takata. Oh, I'm uh-oh. just gonna say I'm from the Jaws generation. 
I remember sitting there when I was little. The first Jaws came out when I was one, but I seen it when I was thought when I was older with Jaws two and three. And uh, yeah, I remember sitting there like this the whole time. And then just just a, another side note: when I went back later after you know a video effects improved and went back and look at it I'm like gosh that looked so real when I was like seven <laughs> but the, the the fear that it instilled is is still there roaming around you can tell me that sharks aren't dangerous you can tell me that however as soon as I see that dorsal fin all I'm hearing in my head is dun 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 I, I, it's over. Same thing with the birds. I'm still trying to get get over the birds with Alfred Alfred Hitchcock's The Birds, but Jaws, I'm not even. I'm gonna leave that alone. <laughs> oh, Rebeard in the comments on TikTok says uh, sharks are really safe if you stay out of the water. So yeah, I, I have never had no beef with no shark, no whale. No hippo, no gorilla, no deer. I did have an incident with a bear, but you know what? I got the fuck out of there, and there was no more incident. So again, part of this is all proxy, like proximity. Crimes happen within proximity. The hippo wasn't out to get you, but you got got. And <laughs> and now we need to talk about diseases. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> disease. Um. The health and environmental damage caused by food production cost the world. Oh God, ten trillion dollars a year, or ten percent of the global GDP. Conditions such as diabetes, heart disease, and the consequences of poor diets account for the seven point three trillion, according to the Food and Agriculture Organization which has put a price tag on the hidden cost of the global food industry. Uh, so I'm going to sum, sum it up for you. The whole world is broke. We are not agriculture. We are not producing food that is of the vegetable variety in a sustainable, safe, healthy, equitable way. We are then taking that food that we are producing in the most fucked up ways and we're not distributing it. What we're doing is allowing it to rot, go to waste, rather than feed hungry people. Go ahead, Dakota. I saw you make a face. <laughs> yeah, and just the fact that because that generates more money on the back end with the health issues and also with the fact that you know the food is rotting so people are still hungry which affects crime which fills the prisons it's nice money for court fees and, and and things like that so they say 10 trillion dollars but every, yeah. every everything about us is commodified every single thing and as soon as, like I said, Leah has the proof. As soon as they can figure out a way to commodify air in any meaningful way, they will. Mm -hmm. 
for those of you that don't know, Leah lives in a state where they provided certain people with um, free oxygen in a can. But what, what were you gonna say, Kodiak? I saw it's you. Not free I bought. The, I bought. <laughs> oh, I see what you're saying. Never mind. Shut up, Leah. <laughs> They're already selling canned air. Oxygen bars were something that people made fun of years ago. But uh, have you seen that? Have you seen the climate lately? That person with their old oxygen bar sitting there talking about my time to shine. Uh, I, but, I know. Oh, sorry. But, like, I want to, like, I really want to continue to drive home that point of, like, we are inefficient with our resources as a planet. I want you to think, if you live in the U.S., think about highways and think about, like, the roads that you drive on or you pay someone else to drive you on every day. Think about how much steel and rubber and plastic and wires are existing on that road all day long. And think about how many people die every day from collisions preventable collisions because let's be real a lot of people have licenses who should not but they have one because what choice do they have they have to get to work they have to get to the doctor all of those resources all that steel and rubber that could be a train that could be a bus or a gondola hell a boat that everybody can ride if we combined our resources we would save ourselves all we would all save resources in would, every way. This applies to everything, including we, food. We would save lives. Mm-hmm. 77% of deaths globally are due to non-communicable diseases. Right? Preventable and, shit. And America is one of the few countries, like Colombia was like, yo, we got a problem. They got hippos and they got a problem with sweets. And they said, you know what? We're going to tax sweet drinks at a higher rate we're going to tax unhealthier food or processed food at a higher rate it's they're getting results we are the only country that's like oh can we get some more red dye number 38 i don't really know what it's called or whatever but you get what i'm saying we're the only country that's like oh like people are actively saying food tastes differently now but mm -hmm. think about why your food tastes differently everybody didn't get covid Everybody didn't lose their sense of taste, but you know what everybody did experience? Corporations cutting costs, switching out real milk for powdered milk, switching out real egg. Like that, that has an impact on the taste of things. Mm -hmm. It's so processed. We might as well just eat the shit like the fake shit. And I don't really have an idea for fake shit. I'm just thinking like, I'm old. So like there's a cartoon called The Jetsons and there was the slave robot, Rosie. And Rosie would put a little square pill in a machine and it would pop out a full course meal. I mean, if we are going to process food that much, damn it, process it and give everybody beef wellington. By the way, if you haven't had beef wellington, I suggest you do. Not just because I know how to make it now, but I suggest you do. <laughs> like These are really important issues. And we consistently are the only people that are like, you know what? People around me are dying and I'm okay with that. Apathy is the biggest problem I believe that we have personally. I, I just want to say, I think the, the propaganda has worked on so many of us that we feel um, uh, people feel like they can't do anything. Like the individualism has worked, propaganda has worked on us so well 
that we think we have to do everything by ourselves, but that we can't accomplish anything by ourselves. So it's like, we can. Stop listening to them. They're liars. Figure it out. <laughs> I'm so tired. Sorry. No, you're right. And I want to point out to you guys for our last story. This is the story that bothers me because the Congo is experiencing an ethnic cleansing so we can have cell phones and computers and batteries. Right? So I'll be honest. I Once I learned about this, I learned about it back when the iPhone 12, that's the last phone I bought, and they're suffering. And I want to be clear, even in a country where they're experiencing ethnic cleansing, the depend the the people, the, the Congo is still offering universal health care. They're offering free maternity care to cut the death rate among mothers and babies. Every other country in the world is trying to prevent the death of its citizens but not America, not American citizens. The Congo is suffering some of the worst brutality and they still found time to make sure that they try to prevent death. What's wrong with your country, Leah? That's a final. <laughs> Vote Jasmine Sherman 2024 so we can be done with all the bullshit. Please. God damn I mean, it, please. I have a, like an hour long answer, but ain't nobody got time for that. Exactly. We got one minute left. You know what the most infuriating thing about this is for me? When you talk to people about healthcare specifically, mm-hmm. the first thing most of the, the naysayers go to is, well, why should I pay for somebody else's health insurance? Why should I pay for somebody else's health care? So then when you explain to them that that is how the health insurance works anyway, it all goes into a pool and whoever needs it gets it. But, 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 and it's just like, that's the part that infuriates me. Like it's for you to like. There's ooh that that individualism and in, they're so ingrained to point and crap on people who don't have or who they think should be doing something that they they're not doing. I don't know. It's just that's so infuriating. It's like a knee jerk response, just automatically just spitting it out, not even thinking about what they're saying. Go ahead, Cody. I. Yeah, I my favorite response is especially in the US when I mentioned that we should have um decommodified healthcare. Um <laughs> have you heard about the wait times in Canada? Yeah, like this we don't have them here. In June. In June. Fall off the chair. Get back in the chair. <laughs> I scheduled an appointment and I said I need an appointment for a general primary care doctor. Not some special, amazing, weird appointment. The soonest they could give me was November. The soonest they could give me was November in June. And I want to point out something that people are not thinking about. Us old fuckers are only getting older without reducing the cost of education, without reducing the cost of healthcare and housing. Us old fuckers are not going to be able to take care of ourselves. We will not have 
incentivize younger people to go into medical careers, not for the love of money, but for the love of saving lives. So like we're looking at all those doctors without borders, those kinds of healers, except for that white lady who went and killed all them black people in Africa. We don't want them people. We definitely don't want them. We also don't want the white lady that was killing all the black babies in the UK. Damn. We, we had to think about who we letting into our medical fields uh, on the continent of Africa. But that's the show for tonight, y'all. And for people who don't like my last comment, check out, um, you know, history. There is a demographic that goes to a country and abuses those people. Mother Teresa, guilty as hell of abusing people. But we will see you guys tomorrow. Peace, love, and hair grease. Good night, everyone. Bye. Hello, my fellow podcast listeners. It's been a fantastic episode today. And before we wrap things up, we want to take a moment to talk about a crucial issue and a campaign that we all need to support. But first, let me thank you for tuning into our show. Your continued support is what keeps us going and allows us to bring you important discussions and insights. We also want to take a moment to share something that demands our immediate attention. Currently, American tax dollars are being used to fund multiple ethnic cleansings around the globe in places like Palestine, Congo, and Sudan. These are urgent humanitarian crises, and we must do our part to put a stop to this. We have the power to influence our government's decisions, and the Jasmine Sherman for President 2024 campaign is committed to addressing these global issues and working towards a more peaceful world. Now, on a different note, let's talk about an alarming statistic that affects us closer to home. Every year, about 600,000 people are reported missing in the United States. The numbers are staggering, with California topping the list at 2,133 missing persons reported, followed by Florida with 1,152 and Texas with 1,246. These states have the largest populations in the U.S., which may contribute to the higher number of missing person reports. Additionally, states like Arizona, Washington, and New York also have a significant number of missing persons reported. It's a sober, and we want to encourage everyone to be vigilant and proactive. If you ever need to report someone missing or have any information that could help locate a missing person, please don't hesitate to email us at official account of fatsocialist.com. We'll do our part to share this information and support those in need. In conclusion, we are committed to making a positive impact on our world, both on the global stage and in our own communities. To stay updated on our efforts and join the conversation, follow us on all our social media channels. Let's work together to create a better, safer world for everyone. Thank you for listening and stay safe out there. Together, we can make a difference. You guys did great. You guys did great.